The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. So do we all enjoy our double-deckers? No, we didn't. Son didn't get one. Oh, you bastards. Why? Because the shop didn't have any. I really enjoyed my double-decker. I really enjoyed mine. I thought it was amazing. The best double-decker I've ever had. Well, well later, I'm going to go out and buy two double-deckers. And then eat them at the same time? Yeah. I'm going to have a quadruple-decker. Quadruple-decker. Yeah. <laughs> a quadrilogy of chocolate. Well, a series. What would it be if you put them side to side? Would it be a double-double-decker? Yes, I think double-double-decker would apply there. Wide. Rather than a quadruple-decker. Double-decker wide. So if you had four, put two together on one side and two together on... Top bottom, then it'd be a quadruple, quadruple decker. Yeah. How about if you had one just sat on the table and then you put the other one next to it, but on its side? That'd be an L shape type thing. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. So you'd have a double de- double decker with like two extra decks on the side next to it. You call that a set square in a chocolate factory, really? Yeah. It'd be mm. like a, a sofa. Yeah. Uh. Welcome to Movies You Should See. This week, Shaun of the Dead. You're a sneaky little minx, Mike Dawson. (laughs) Yes, Shaun of the Dead. Um, A few of you, as uh, have been telling, I can't talk. A few of you have been requesting this one. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. A little bit. requested this one, and uh, this is why we're doing it, really. I think it's fair to say the only reason we've never done this before is Tristan. Yeah, no, I can... Well, I hadn't seen it until last night either. Yeah, but Tristan doesn't really like it, does he not? No, Tristan's a bad man. He should get email (laughs) about why. Yeah, okay. Yeah, select Tristan off in the forums. (laughs) Do it. Do it now. Yeah, we didn't actually, we failed to mention the past two weeks that um, Tristan has not been available and he's not available this week either. It's his girlfriend's birthday week. Yeah. So... So Plus, lots I think- of celebrations. It's twenty first, her twenty first. So happy birthday, Jam! Happy birthday for your twenty first. That's two now she's had. Yeah, across the network. Ben, uh, but this is now three weeks happy ahead. Yeah, 
Yeah. Plus, I think right now, as this is coming out, Tristan's actually in Kuwait. Is he? Yes. Is he? Oh, really? So he might, but I think he's going to do some recordings with us from there. That'd be brilliant. That'd be amazing. So we'll see what happens. technology, fab. But in order to hear those, you'd have to check out our other podcasts. Yes. So go to the podcast page on Simply Syndicated and check those out. Yeah. At the time of... This going out, I've come back from Latvia as well. So yeah. we're all kind of globe chopping. Oh, yeah. I mm. hope you had a good time, Mike. Oh, I'm sure I did. And <laughs> in that meantime, I <laughs> stayed in Leeds the whole time. <laughs> Boring. I was meant to go to Nottingham today, but that's fallen through. Yeah. Never mind. So, now we're yeah. into travel plans that may or may not have happened in the future or past. <laughs> yes. So maybe we let's, should talk about let's go to Shaun yeah. of the Dead. How about Shaun of the Dead? Written. By Simon Pegg and Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright, who also directs the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We like Simon, Simon Pegg, Pegg, don't we? We love Simon Pegg. We think he's a bit of a genius. Yeah. I, I do. don't think he's a genius. I don't think, I think he's, he's good he's at what fantastic. he does. I think he's very good at what he does. Do um, I think I he's think one of those... Do you know why I think you are like him? Because he's a bit like you. And True. I think that this is why Simon Pegg is so universally liked, is because he's a bit like us. Yeah, mm. he's ordinary man. It's why we like spaced so yeah. much. He likes what we like. He yeah. does yeah. what we do. We like him. So this film was actually inspired by he's on the level of spaced. Yeah, the um, yeah the shootout with the zombies in in the episode of space. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, while he's playing a console game, it was inspired uh, by an episode of space, which means they made something based around something that they'd seen rather than directly copying it. Yeah. Because then you would have just ended up with a feature. Yeah, I think it's important to realise what is. But it is quite quite funny as well that it did come out literally just after Dawn of the Dead came out here as well. Yeah, Hmm. like a couple of weeks after. And something similar in the title as well. I don't know what they've done with it. Well, everybody thought that was done on purpose. It was actually a complete fluke. And Shaun of the Dead was actually meant to come out on the same day as Dawn of the Dead, but was purposefully put back two weeks to avoid a major clash. Well, it's not a complete flute. They're taking it as a pun of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't do it to coincide with the remake. No. No. Yeah, that was a complete <clears throat> But yeah, it is, um, this film is riddled with zombie references. You know, um, riddled, riddled, absolutely riddled with them. Um, and being like to other films, and- to other films, to the, all the zombie films, um, even to the point that I love the bit where he says, um, uh, "Don't use that word. What the Z word? Don't say the Z word." Uh, the whole the, the modern phenomenon of not using the word of the actual monster in the film, like yeah. in Dawn of the Dead, or is uh, that like the tw- Z word? 28 days later. Yeah, that's yeah, what I just yeah. said. No, you said Z, though. The Z word. You said Z. Did I say Z? Yeah, fuck yeah. me. Never mind. I will talk to you later about that. <laughs> um, Why don't you just spell colour without the letter U, Mike? Well, I don't know. Why don't you shut the don't, fuck up? Don't patronise him, Rich. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm not the one who uses the word commercials, all right? <laughs> Sorry, I, um, I was just drinking from this aluminum can. Well, why don't you go on vacation, mate, and have a walk down the sidewalk somewhere? I, I was going to say, I will. there's a lot of trash on the sidewalk today. There is a lot why of trash Why don't you both get back in your crib and start filling your diapers, okay? Okay. That I'm going to go get some cotton. I'm going to go get some cotton candy and... Um... You get me a Twinkie and a corn dog while you're there. Yeah, I might well do that. What is a corn dog? A dog it, with corn. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a hot, like a hot dog. dog but... 
but with yeah. corn on the cob. On a I stick. Know. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> anyway, what, no, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. Other than bastardising the English language. <laughs> yeah. Carry really, on. that was done hundreds of years before we started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Incidentally, we still haven't done that American show. So, yeah, there's a load of zombie uh, film references in this film. Um, I'm not actually a big zombie movie fan, so I didn't pick up on half of them, but then just reading through the lists of them on IMDb and just, like, levels to which it goes to. Like, the Italian restaurant is named after a famous Italian director who made a famous zombie movie. There's, like, loads, you know, just to that sort of level of detail. And there was only one or two of them that I picked up, like the 28 Days Later reference and, and the... Um, stuff like that and I was going to say that, this is our second zombie movie this is our yeah. second zombie movie it's only our third British film I think since we've been doing it since we've been doing this show I can't believe we've gone that far with only doing three British films we need to do more it shows you the state of British cinema it really does doesn't it we should do AOP one week <laughs> no let's do good films um, don't analyse it don't <clears throat> um it's yeah it, it does show the state of the british film industry that we don't, i mean in the past 5 years i think there's only been about 3 um or 4 amazing british films that i've seen and thought were absolutely incredible did That's you miss lie. thunderbirds i did miss thunderbirds gladly, gladly. it was excellent busted did the soundtrack oh did they yeah commander Riker was directing and that was enough to put me off i couldn't be directed by him all i'd be able to do is go but you're commander Riker. <laughs> Oh, well. Directed by Commander Riker. He's Commander Riker. He's not Jonathan Frakes anymore. Jonathan Frakes is dead. <laughs> there is no Patrick Stewart either. Yes, there is. No, there yes, isn't. There is. Captain yes, there Picard. is. No, there's Patrick Stewart. Shut up, Wesley. Okay, so Shaun of the Dead. Let's talk about the plotline of Shaun of the Dead, for those of you who have not seen this film. Okay, um, the plotline is Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's actually a lot more... It's actually a very clever plotline, yeah. um, because what we have been presented with here is what could potentially be a rom-com in the fact you have a young man, same played by Simon Pegg, who is down and out of work, um, well, down and out, and... Uh, got a boring job. Kind of, he's got a boring job, got a boring life. Approaches the same. city. So we're talking semi-midlife crisis, really, yeah. aren't we? It's Tim from Space. Quarter-life and- crisis. Yes, quarter life crisis. Sorry. Quarter life crisis, and he's he's yeah he's hitting this sort of this this thing, and everything's the same, and everything's you know, and but he doesn't actually mind it so much. It's his girlfriend, played by uh, Kate Ashfield, who has the problem with this, um, who's fit. She is fit, fit, and yes, yeah, she's got a bit of a bit of a problem with this, and wants to doesn't want to be the person who ends up at the end of her life sat there in the same pub wondering where did the it all go wrong the Winchester. So in order to combat this, she dumps Sean and carries on and uh, leaves him high and dry. Then obviously now, so we've got the point where Sean has to now win back his girlfriend somehow um, and get his life on track, do something amazing, not run of the mill, not ordinary and take control of his life, take control of his life so he can lead a happy and wonderful life. And we're given this, and we are effectively given this story, this rom-com story, but we're given it in the guise of a zombie film. We're given it within the situation of the end of life as we know it in Britain. Yeah. That's what makes us, what is very clever about this film is we're taking, we're taking the ordinary and we're putting it in the extraordinary, blending the genres so beautifully together. 
and it's almost seamless. Also, you've got the me- the extra metaphor that um, when you when you've been dumped, it feels like the world is ending. Yeah, the world is actually ending. Um, there's things along the line. There's loads of little Everyone things. Everyone looks like a zombie. Yeah, you know. everyone's going to work in the same. That the whole opening title sequence where it's sort of. Um, it's going through people going yeah. to, about their everyday routine, the rat race, and uh, you know. Note the uh, kid on the bus listening to the song "Zombie Nation." Yeah, on I his headphones. That. Yeah, everyone's going about the the daily routine, and effectively, you do get into that mindless, monotonous, not paying attention can, of what's going on yeah, around you. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't at all, does because he? Because it's all the time. It's. It's the same every day. Well, the whole um, thing's actually going on for a day or two before he even realises there's anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, he just doesn't take notice of anything at all. There's so mm. many news reports going on. There's, there's people dropping down in the street and, you <laughs> and he doesn't even notice He doesn't this. watch the news, he plays Xbox. Exactly. So he does notice, too, but actually. then doesn't really think much about it, does he? Um, yeah. Then carries on. And he's, yeah, he's just oblivious to what's going on around him. There's another um, story going on as well, isn't there, between him and Ed? Yeah. The guy who's been on the sub for months. Deals a bit Sturdy. of weed. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. Passes more than a bearing resemblance. Passes more than a... Bears more than a passing resemblance. That's what you're after. Than a bearing resemblance. <laughs> I'm not drunk. You're not drunk? I'm not drunk. It's far too early for that. I'm really not drunk. I don't know why. Never mind. Yeah. So he to played a friend of yours to a friend of ours. Yes, <laughs> Nick Frost, who is of course in Spaced. Yep. Yeah. He plays Mike in Spaced. Mike. It's like it's like I spot the Spaced character as well in this film. It's not it just is, that. It's, it's like spot the Office character as well. It's gang, I mean, isn't you, it? Well, there's two. Mm. But and I mean, if you ch- you just got to chuck Ricky Gervais in this, and you pretty much got the British comedy scene. Yeah, yeah. you've got in Matt Lucas film. in there as well. Yeah, Matt Lucas very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis, Martin Freeman, uh, people from Black Books as well. Ran. Um, there's Fran as well, isn't yeah, there? Um, very briefly from, from Black Books. Anyone who's anyone in British comedy, Bill Nye as well. Yeah, Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. If you just just chuck in Steve Coogan, um, Bill Rob Bailey, Bryan. and um, Bill Bailey's in. Is he? No, he's not. No, is he? he's not. That's a shocker. Um, yeah, and Ricky Gervais, and that's it. Pretty much, you've got everyone in yeah. comedy in yeah. Britain in this film. Certainly, my favourite of the crop, anyway, in this film. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's the other housemate and how he gets yes, it and um, he starts getting. Aggressive. Oh, what's his name? I Dom. Dwayne Benzie. What's his name? It's not. Scroll, scroll. Uh, it's not coming up. He's damn. He's not on the main list of people. What's sure. his name? Pete. Pete, whose Pete. name is Peter Chervisvich. Serafinovich. Who is the voice of Darth Maul? Soon yes. we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. That was his line, wasn't it? Soon we will have revenge. Soon we will have revenge. Did he scream at the end when he died? No. No. That was it, two lines, but he was the voice. He's and the one in space, who... he is uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Benzie. Hi, Dom. Dwayne Benzie. Quality. <laughs> Quality. Without that voice. No, that's the voice. No, but not in this. Not in this. Oh, no, he doesn't have that voice in this. So, yeah, that's the other house, mate. And he's actually going places. You know, he's he looks like he's in control of his life. He's earning quite a mint. Um, he's fed up with Ed being on the sofa and not yeah, and doing really anything to contribute. Yeah, he's really pissed off with Ed being on the sofa. Yeah. And the front door's always open. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's also he's fed up with Sean. Anyway. He's always fed up with Sean as well for not getting, you know, getting himself together and getting moving on with his life. And yeah, all they do is go out to the Winchester, get beers in, come home late at night, play records, play on Xbox. That's about it, really. Yeah. And at one point, he does say, we're not students anymore. Get, you know, move on. Yeah. And there's that, that whole element, which as a, as, as a group, we've probably all had to deal with that over the last few years. And yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, it's probably still dealing with it now. Yeah. Um, getting, you know, getting over that we're not kids anymore kind of thing, which um, is quite difficult and quite an interesting thing to tackle in a film. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly a very current issue. That's that's so. Yeah, for us. Yeah. <laughs> for you guys. Not for, not yeah, for you current. guys. You're the ones that are still living with uni friends. I'm all grown up and everything. I am too. <laughs> you are by proxy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See? How many games have you got on the Xbox, Rich? 22. <laughs> right, yeah, there we go. Don't go anyway, I don't go to So eventually it all starts coming out that, that there is this dreadful virus thing going around, everyone's dropping down, and the undead are rising. It, it comes through on this brilliant shot where he's flicking through the TV channels, and as he yes, does it, all the fantastic. dialogue from the different channels meshes into what is actually happening. Mm. They're all news. They're all real news reporters as well, all yeah. real British news reporters um, using the film. Um, brilliantly done. And yeah, <laughs> what is it? Where it says, uh, and they will, and clicks to the next, next channel, it's a gazelle being eaten by a lion. Yeah. <laughs> Eat you alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nicely put together. I mean, it's been done quite a lot of times, but no, I think it was especially well done. Mm. Should we talk about the... Um, the, the blending of the genres then a bit more um, here because like you say Craig there is a massive amount of build up to this um, yeah. in this film and very well done build up as well um, it never well it's it sold as a comedy it's sold as a comedy however there are some yeah tense it's moments it's quite unnerving moments mm. it's clearly made by people with a love for the zombie genre well yeah that's evident yeah, yeah. Towards the end, when it descends into Dylan the Moran at the end. Oh yeah. gosh, <laughs> I mean that is <laughs> gore on a very yeah. high scale. You know, but even that, even blood, you've got it. Even that bit is actually a, um, a direct, um, almost shot for shot, the exact same death scene in another famous zombie film. Yeah. Um, even that little bit at the end, like just loads of like most of the death scenes in the film are references to other. Um, other zombie films, the way they've done them in the past. So yeah, you've got the build-up, you've got the the horror, you've got the gore, you've got you've got the comedy, and you've got the sort of rom-com relationship drama thing all kind of mixed in together, which is a very difficult thing to do. Um, it's very, got it all. It's got it all. It's, it's a like a double decker. Triangle as well, because somebody yeah. else fancies his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not played up. It's in a relationship as well. So it's a it's a love quadrangle, shall we say? Quadrangle. Yeah. Harder than a quadratic equation. Harder than a quadruple decker. We had our double deckers, by the way, incidentally, that we were talking about last week, and they were fantastic. That's how we started the show. Yeah. Yeah. We said never mind. They know that already. No, they don't. Stop filling it with irrelevant information. Didn't we have like a big pause at the start or something, and we didn't really mention double deckers? Surely we're not going to put all this quadruple (laughs) decker bollocks in. Definitely. Do you have one of those moments where you start thinking, (laughs) what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm okay. having one right now. Let's talk about Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Let's talk about Shaun of the Dead. Go for it. Now, Mike, then. you watched this for the very first no, time. We're not talking about Mike. We're talking about Shaun of the Dead. I'm talking to Mike, though, Craig. About Shaun of the Dead. About Shaun of the Dead. Right. And I'm about to ask Mike a question, you see. 
Craig, uh, Mike, the dead yet. Mike, yeah, you yeah. saw this film for the very first time this week, didn't you? Yes, last what night. Were your general first impressions on seeing it for the first time? I ask that because I've seen it many times, I've seen and it I'm twice, perhaps yeah. quite numb to a few things in it. But mm. what you know, what did you feel about it? What did I? Th- I like that. I say carry on talking about it, Rich, and then you ask me what I thought about it. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, it took I, at uh, least a minute and a half to say that. So yeah, that was good. No, good. Um, yeah, I did like the stuff where he gets dumped. I thought that was really well, very funny um, when he walks out of the building and it gets rained on. I thought that, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he goes to the pub and it's a random selection and I can't remember what I tune comes on, but it's the fucking worst. You, yeah. Mm. And yeah, and like I say about the whole end, you know, it feels like the end of the world. Like when he says, I'm not going to say to you, um, there's plenty more fish in the sea, that time heals all wounds or this or this or this or any of the other cliches. But I will say this, it's not the end of the world. And just as he says that, a zombie's hand hits the the glass behind him. I thought that was very funny. Um, And yeah, the last act um, was a lovely mix of touching moments and very, you know, harsh violence and hilarious comedy. But... I don't find this film very laugh out loud funny. I no, do find it's subtle. It's subtle humour, and there is a lot of moments which I thought were, you know, did make me laugh out loud. It takes a lot to do that, really. I find actually like, with comedy, um, in a in a comedy film, comedy for me is best suited to the thirty minute sitcom slot where you get the same characters week in, yeah. week out. You understand the characters to a very complex level. So you actually understand what the jokes mean when that, you know, I mean, all friends was at the end. If you didn't watch any episode of friends and you watched the last episode of friends, you wouldn't laugh once No, because it wasn't, you know, all the jokes are based around all by the end of it. Referential stuff. All, yeah, yeah, all yeah. referential humor by the end of it. And that's what the majority of sitcoms play on is that referential humor. Oh, it's funny because he did that in an earlier episode. And yeah. oh, it's yeah. funny because he said this and she, he said that whereas to actually make a comedy that works within a 90 minute slot and makes your audience love a load of characters laugh at the situations they get into is very hard writing adam sandler um, seems to manage it i only noticed one follow- well he's hit and miss he is certainly i was yeah i only noticed As one referential bit in Shaun of the dead which is where Ed is in a situation where he's feeling guilty because uh, Sean's telling him off about something and he says, I'm sorry. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all right. He went, no, Sean, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then a few seconds later, the smelliest fart hits Sean right in the <laughs> face. And that happens... Um, like twice in the film, and that's the but only... But that's, that's a really nice character moment as well. It is. Mm. Like, I'd, I'd just like yeah. to lay this on the line. Simon Pegg is a fucking great actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd go with that. He's very good. Um, I'd like to see him... I'd, I really want to see Hot Fuzz. Because, no, I really want to see Hot Fuzz. Because yeah. um, with Shaun of the Dead, what I took away from it was that Simon Pegg was pretty much playing Tim again. Um, no, but some of the emotional stuff at the end as well, I thought was priceless. Oh, no, no, I'm t- don't get me wrong. The, 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 oh, you mean the, just as in a character? As in, as in yeah, terms of character, he was just playing the same character yeah, yeah. again. And yeah. he does we, have a wonderful ability to both play comedy and serious in within scenes of each other, within yeah. seconds of each other, he manages to be able to pull that off. But you do generally is, get a lot of that, though, with people who go from sitcoms to film. Yeah, <clears throat> you yeah. know, I mean, every film that Jennifer Aniston's done, she's been playing Rachel. 
Not yeah. every film, but a lot of films, yeah. And, Matthew Perry and that sort is of thing. Chandler every single time. Mm. Exactly, because we get into a situation whereby we know these people and they, they cease to become the people and they are the character. Yeah, and so yeah. when they move to a film, we're watching that character play that part. Yeah, <clears throat> which is why, yeah, like I was saying, I like, I'm like i looking forward to Hot Fuzz. Have you seen the trailer for that yet? Um, no. Actually. It's on Empire.com after we've done here, watch it. Um, and you can see the trailer for that if you want to. Um, but that looks very interesting because it's um, it, he's not playing the same sort of yeah, down and out loser character. He's playing more of the straight character this time. And Nick Frost is playing the, obviously the same sort of buffoon that he usually plays. But what was he um, like in... Uh, the same sort of orangutan. What was he like in Mission yeah. Impossible 3? Was he playing... Not seen it. Not Tim. Seen. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was facing Alison and asking her, but you guys didn't know that. Yeah, we can't see you. We can't see you I'm sorry. when we're Skyped up. I'd like to. Um, because I think in Mission Impossible 3, you might have just been playing Tim in Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He was very serious. Yes, that's true. Maybe I'm remembering Did, it right. It's, uh, well, we've not I, seen I it since it was, it was a, the cinema. I think it was a bit further stretched than just Tim again. He was... Uh, You've got to up your game when you're working with Tom and, Cruise. And there was a certain amount of power coming out of him. <laughs> mm, definitely. So, yeah, I I do think he's got range beyond Tim, Sean. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I think, I think, I think he's got potential range, you know what I mean? I know he has. I just want to see it, yeah. Yeah, That's really it. it. I know Jennifer Aniston has more in her than just Rachel, but... Well, really? I'm sure there's a yeah, great deal I th- I... left in Simon Pegg. He's a, still, he's a young guy and he's got a yeah, lot of yeah. good stuff up his sleeve. I'm quite sure of it. He's, he's done been going well, since, let's face it. Since um, Big Train. Big Train's the first amazing. first time I ever saw him on BBC Two. And they're currently yeah. running it now. Um, on one Never of the digital channels. Sophie's just bought the box out, actually. Um, it's quite it's good. well worth checking out. If you've mm, not seen yeah. it, it is running on digital somewhere at the moment in the UK. It's, it's well worth checking out. The yes. laughter and the humour is a very, very bizarre British yeah. sort of look at life. But, it, yeah, it's got some gold well, it, moments. It's from the, it. the Jam School of Comedy. Yeah. And it's got a lot yeah. of people who were in Jam. And other things like that. The guy who plays Brian's in it, whose name I never remember. Oh, he's brilliant. The guy in Green Wing. Yeah. Oh, God. It's all part of the British comedy series that all link together because they're actually all made by the same seven people. They're, they're all brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite clear to see from the outside yeah. that they're all good mates with each other, which is fantastic. There's not a great deal it's of like rivalry aspiring... going on in British comedy. They'll yeah, get on well. If you're an aspiring comedic actor or or sitcom writer or that type of thing, that's the circle you want to be in. Definitely, that's 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 your that's your goal. Cream of the crop. What about the soundtrack in this? I love this. It's quality. It's I think. I mean, in space as well, they have such a brilliant, brilliant soundtrack. I just think he's got he's very clued upon his music as well. His peg. Yeah, I love them when they're going down the street and they're doing the white line thing as they're coming yeah. out of the pub. That's the fucking brilliant. <laughs> 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 and he's, they're playing hip-hop beat bop at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hip-hop's driving me mental. It's not hip-hop. It's electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like, uh, I, I liked um, all the, the fact that 
the music remains for the majority, the actual songs again remain in the piece and like the, the whole the turning off the tape and stuff like that yeah. and, you know, cutting the music short and with the, uh, the brilliant scene with the, uh, the jukebox and the, um, don't stop uh, me now. Don't stop yeah. me now from Queen. <laughs> and there's a beating the shit out of the landlord. He's turned into a zombie. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> there's nothing left of your husband in that car. Click. Turns the tape off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go. <laughs> The dart in the head. That oh, the dart in the head is an awesome moment, especially yeah. when he pulls it out and there's that little squirt of blood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the bit where he jumps over the fence, but the fence gives way. Yeah, I love that bit. I'm just gonna check out what's going on, and he climbs the slide. Down. Yeah, yeah. That's such a bizarre moment. But that that fence jumping bit is actually um, in the Hot Fuzz trailer. There's actually reference to that. Oh, is that really? Yeah, yeah. Watch the trailer, and you'll know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly what we mean. There's a reference in the Hot Fuzz trailer. There's a reference to a bit where Nick Frost's character is looking at um, uh, DVD because it's all about cops, and he's, uh, yeah. it's got a Jackie. Jackie Chan film called Super Cop and he reads in the, the, in the bargain line. bin in the bargain bin he reads the tagline of the cop that can't be stopped and then like sees Simon Pegg chasing a criminal and chucks it into the bin and next to it in the bargain bin is Shaun of the Dead <laughs> you know, just, just loads of little moments like that which mm. you can see will be riddled through their work for years to come well I mean in space as well the amount <laughs> of film references like there must be about mm. three or four per episode you know yeah. we could almost do an episode on space. <laughs> Just for the yeah. amount of movie references, it is so yeah. very relevant. Yeah. I mean, so a great many of those episodes are just a reconstruction of f- film scene after film scene. Yeah. And they, they're not really much of an episode in themselves. They're just a collection of film moments, <laughs> yeah. but absolutely fantastically done. Yeah. The, the first episode of season two. Sorry, yeah, amazing. Second when series. Come, when she comes home. With, yeah, the machine gun on the side and the yeah. pop tarts and everything like yeah. that. And yeah. Mike is so like our Mike. <laughs> what? We always said that, that he was really like you with all the He's guns He's nothing everything. like me. We used to say that. Pardon? Not so much anymore, I don't no, think. No, not anymore, but you, you had a moment. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> we used to think that. Yeah. How? I'm absolutely nothing like you. You had a selection of guns. I had a selection of guns. I'll <laughs> be them fake, but yeah, that somehow made it a little bit worse. <laughs> because I make films and I need guns. No, I know. Um, I understand. That's. It I'm was... actually really, really personally offended that you all did this by my back. I'm going to go cry afterwards. <laughs> you think I think, I'm I that think you should. Pathetic. A loser that you refer to me as that. That's brilliant. No, you said the word loser. That was never us. Yeah. We've never. We've oh, never. no. Well, Mike is a loser. The oh, character a is a loser. I think he's the winner. He he's is. The winner, he's Mike. the best one. Oh, dear. He, he tried to invade France. <laughs> now that takes bollocks. In a tank. There ain't no loser tries to invade France on his own, Mike. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> so. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. He's hurting now. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here in silence now. Well, maybe the uh, other three of us will may, uh, get a chance to speak this time then. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you can speak if you want, if you actually had something to say. I was going to say, I'm um, stuck now. You see, this is why you need me on this show, because otherwise it'll just go dead. We um, know we need you. We need, we need ideas. We should have used the flip chart, but we didn't. Now I have to edit this forever, which yeah. is fine. 
Never mind. We spot the editing mistake where I've missed something. Lucy Davis, very good. Lucy Davis, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say very good. I'd say just better better than she was in the office. Didn't have much to do in the office as such for such a major character. Sorry, what did you say, Craig? I missed it. I'd just say, no, Lucy Davis, I'd just say just standard, really. She does the job, but she doesn't do it in any great style. She looks better in this than she does in the office. Yes. I think she's uh, become a bit more of a treat in the time oh, between the office and this. Yeah, but that was She lost character. a bit of weight, didn't she, and then? True, but no, she, uh, she, no, she looks better in this. Dylan Moran does the job. Um, it's not normally his sort of style, I wouldn't say. No. Black Books is his definitely, definitely his style. No, he's not as funny in this. No. He plays quite a straight character, though. In fact, a lot of them do. It's only really Ed who's the fool in this. Uh, I, I love the mother. The mother's I love brilliant. the mother. She's very, yeah. What's her she name? Doesn't want I was just trouble looking anybody, for her. Does she? She <clears throat> doesn't want to trouble anybody. Ed's it, a smiley. It, Let's just smile that... and be nice to each other and everything will be all right. Everything will be fine. Yeah, that's all. Mums. The upper class uh, mum who's, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll just, whatever you want to do, dear. You know, mm. it's okay, Pickle. Sean never really grew up for her, did he? No. I think no. that's it. She still treats him very much like a child. <laughs> what if I was to tell you that he touched me? Um, uh, okay, I lied. Okay, I shouldn't that, have said that. That's a lie. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. He just has real issues with his stepdad, doesn't he? Yeah, he's not my dad. <laughs> he's not my dad. Oh, well, he's really not my dad. Well, that's it. Everybody's <laughs> trying to get him to refer to him as his, da- as his dad, but he's just doesn't want to do it God, as you don't yeah <laughs> right stuff in the pipeline um, for Simon Pegg The Good Night I don't know what that is Big Nothing don't know what that is Hot Fuzz obviously we're waiting for that Run Fat Boy Run oh yeah don't know um, how, how to Lose Friends and Alienate People and La Triviata which is a TV series coming out in 2007 apparently so um, I'm going to be looking forward to that should be very interesting I wonder if the ones he's got coming out a bigger budget more Hollywoody type films. I don't know because surely, the, I mean, this has been such a success. This film, well, in America as well. Was it a success in America? Actually, well, I mean, <clears throat> I know it came out. Yeah, a lot uh, of people I believe seen it. so. Yeah. No, there's a story. Um, Cheryl, one of our friends, told us when she was out in America. Um, apparently, she went up to. Well, apparently she was in LA and everyone works in film in LA, apparently, even when they don't. Some guy came up to her at the bar and said, uh, said, hi, I'm uh, such and such. Uh, I'm a producer. And uh, she turned around and said, uh, hi, I'm Cheryl. Neither am I. Yeah, he took a moment and he was just like, oh, British humor. Yeah, I've watched Shaun of the Dead. I get it. (laughs) So like, apparently it has actually done quite well in America. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. I think it, well, I, it definitely helped with Dawn of the Dead coming out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely helped. Incidentally, Dawn of the Dead, I think the remake is very, very good. Yeah. I haven't actually seen the original. I know it's totally different, but yeah, I think we've mentioned this several times, this this remake being uh, sort of complementative to, complementary to 28 Days Later. Yeah. Yeah. Zombie movies are a bit shit. Really? Generally, but that was always accepted, I think. I think, well, no, not always accepted, but I mean, they were never made with the intention of being bad films, but they are generally crap. Like, a lot of horror is crap. And, uh, you know, all the Friday the 13th and the slasher films, zombie films and slasher films are just like the, the, the crapper of the crap genre. And it is a bit of a shit genre, if we're being honest, really. Well, it is. For the yeah. majority of films. That's what this film's doing, though. 
It's, yeah. We're going, look how shit zombies are. Look, we can just so easily kill them. Yeah, yeah. Like when they all out. sort of pretend to be zombies as well. <laughs> yeah. Start throwing records and things like that. Yeah. Swing that ball. That bit's wicked. <laughs> the swing ball just gets me every time. Yeah. Mm. It's it's pretty much saying that zombies are, are crap monsters. They go really, really slowly and they just go, Ugh. And well, like These guys, obviously, you ever made who made this like love zombie movies for the same reason I love slasher films and that they are shit and <laughs> they are just entertaining to watch because they're so crap you know clearly yeah it is such an easy genre to parody and what's interesting like you're saying about the remake is actually one of the best remakes ever made Dawn of the Dead because yeah. it actually manages to take a zombie theme and make it actually very good yeah. and quite scary in places and quite interesting the Am whole I slow right in thinking sorry that these zombies in Dawn of the Dead are fast moving zombies yeah yes <clears throat> Yes. I think like, since yeah, similar to 28 Days like It's that. the speed that has the... I mean, That's zombie the movies... Factor. It is. Well, zombies were always like the sheer numbers of them was what was terrifying rather than like how fast they were or how, you know... You know, or what, what kind of moves they could pull off. It was a fact that you were in, you know, they'd always culminate in a sequence where, uh, your main characters were besieged yeah, in a house or in a building, by them. surrounded by a sea of them. And there is absolutely no way out. And it's just a matter of time until they burst in and yeah. kill you. And that was that. That's the terror of zombie movies. That's what the whole scare is based on is the, the idea of being trapped. Dawn of the Dead, they said, well, you know, you don't, doesn't mean they have to move slow. You know, so 28 days later, it's just like, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean they have to just twaddle along and look really crap. And Well, they kind of, in Dawn of the Dead, they kind of do, though, don't they, when they're not attacking? Mm. They kind of dawdle around because they can't attack. But as soon as they, they've got that bloodlust, there we go, boom, straight after them. Which um, which was a good way of revitalising that genre. But yeah, it is so easily ridiculed. Like, yeah, that when they go out and they perform and they pretend that they're actually zombies and walking along and just impersonating zombies. Yeah. It's just like, well, how exactly are they going to tell? How are they going to tell the difference between humans and zombies if they're just mindless killing reanimated corpses is not going to you know they don't have those subtle distinctive skills what was the other bit where they did that they did something else with the zombies which made them so easy to kill there was the throwing records at the head yeah it's just generally they are weak anyway aren't they really yeah when you've just got one or two zombie and they're just moving really slowly they're not terrifying at all it's when yeah like I say it's just when there's fucking hundreds of them and there's no way out that's when it becomes scary Um, the sequence where they come out of Kate's flat, you know, he's managed to persuade Kate to go with him to the Winchester and they come out of there just swinging cricket bats. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's the thing. I think Simon, sequence. I think Simon Pegg can look really fucking hard at the times. Like <laughs> just the faces he pulls at that, that particular sequence. I remember just like the face he pulls as he twats the first one <laughs> yeah. with the, with the cricket bat. And you just think, yeah, you could actually probably pull off like, a harder sort of hard man character. Maybe in a, a to. less sophisticated soccer hooligan kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, a, a- <laughs> not a gangster kind of big baddie way, but a, just not a thug. A, not a big baddie because he doesn't have the physical presence. No. He doesn't have um, the voice. No, he, he certainly well, he doesn't can, have the voice. He's got a he can do the voice, voice though. Oh yes, he shouts in black books, doesn't he? And oh, yeah. other things that? like that. Yeah, and, yeah, he can do the whole shouting and um, angry thing as well. 
and uh, well in, yeah again in Hot Fuzz he looks very serious and like you could probably pull that off mm. which is probably what's going to make him go far he's a really good actor yeah he is mm. he has a yeah, lot like of like range I was, mm. like I was saying some of the emotional stuff especially with his mother and later on is just is blinding it's just very 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 well acted and in, in, in a film like this or in a series like Space you, you kind of overlook it because you're looking for the laughs mm. you're not looking for the uh, the quality performance as such but it's there and it really is and i I've got a lot of respect for this guy. I think he's very, 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 very good. And very I believe there is does. another series of Spaced on the way. Oh, that's really? fantastic. I don't know if I've said that before, anything. actually, but they've, uh, he and Jessica Stevenson have said they do intend to make it. It will happen. All that right. sort of it's thing. not Just, in the pipeline no. as yet then. No, yeah. not officially, but then apparently sure. things like that. Apparently Simon Pegg was in Land of the Dead. I'm just having a look now. He was the photo booth zombie. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was that? Well. 2005. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the next remake after Dawn of the Dead. They did Land of the Dead as well, which I've not seen. Uh, I expect it to be it's pretty a, much it, a carbon copy. It's got nothing to do with um, Dawn of the Dead. Is it not? Well, it's George... Um, it's the same writer originally, though, isn't it? It's Well, it's Dawn of the Dead uh, was George A. Romano. It's, Didn't he do a series of them, though? Yeah, it was all Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night yeah. of the Dead, um, yeah. and all that lot. And then there's Dawn of the Dead, the remake, which has got absolutely nothing to do with those in terms of production. Mm. And then George, because of that resurgence in the genre, George A. Romano decided I'll, I'll do another one and did Land of the Dead, which right. is a sequel to the original Dawn of the oh, Dead. Oh, right, okay, gotcha. So it's not... Yeah, I'd like to see so. those, I think. They're fucking awful. Really? <laughs> they are. Just oh. to see them, I think. They're enjoyable, for yeah. the, but you'll be laughing, and they're not very good in the same sort of way as Evil Dead and stuff like that. And there's references to Evil Dead in this as well. There's Yeah, just all the zombie films you can possibly think of, there's references to them at some point in Shaun of the Dead. It's actually, I find it difficult to talk about this one beyond what we've already said. I mean, mm. we, we've always said it's difficult to talk about comedies. Well, it's difficult to talk about comedies and it's difficult to talk about zombie films because there's no fucking plot. That's it. So I it's think we just, picked the right one here. <laughs> there are zombies. You don't want them to bite you. <clears throat> so we'll go there. And it's maybe the we'll classic live. tale. And that's it. <laughs> it is just a classic tale. Yeah. And well, the- well, we're given the plot in that he's got to get <clears throat> mum, he's got to get girlfriend back and... Well, whatever that's it. comes and next. stay safe and until, survive. And survive. Well, it turns into a battle for survival. Uh, the Winchester, the place of all the troubles that's caused the relationship to go in the first yeah. place. They end up, of all places, their in safe the haven. fucking pub. <laughs> so, yeah. in many ways, it is just a slightly funny zombie movie yeah. of ordinary sort of descent. And. I don't know. The comedy in it, while it is good, is again, it's not outstanding laugh out loud comedy. What this, it's subtle humour. What it's this is about humor. is a man who's doing the best he can. Yeah. That's what I think this film's about. He's got a lot <laughs> on his plate and bless him, he tries so hard. He gets all the right people in the right place, but One of them nothing quite goes right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's kind of what I think it's about. I love that little scene at the end in the cellar. Yeah. yeah. You know? when it's, In it's, the shed as well at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. It's that love story between them two. I, yeah. I love that. I Definitely. think it's fantastic. You can't quite say goodbye to him. It's so funny when he's like, I love you. I love you, gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, he's not my girlfriend. Here's your drink. Thanks, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So with that, should we leave it? 
I think we should. Should we know? end Shaun of the Dead? I you know. see, we've put it off for a long, long time, and now I feel we should have put it off longer. Oh, God. I'm gonna That's your phone. This. Yeah, I know. What I just said. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. And we should have left it for longer. We should have left it for longer. Why do you say that, Rich? Because of what I've just said. Don't... <laughs> Because it's a difficult film to talk about. Hmm. I think it is. While it's a movie you should see. Definitely. And it is. It oh, really, really is. Definitely. You can't... There's not that much to say about it. It's this not the that... problem we have with comedies. We're yeah. going back, back to the problem again. There's really not much you can say about comedies. Although I will say, right, let's... Okay, you want to talk about something? Okay, here it is. Where does this sit in the great British cinema canon? Because this has a very unique place. Yes. A very unique place in, in British cinema because, you know, typically you've got crap gangster films. You've got crapper romantic comedy dramas, uh, Richard Curtis um, stuff. Um, and you have period pieces and that's about it. Yeah. And then you have the more art house persuasion occasionally coming out with things like Pure and My Summer of Love and uh, what's the other fucking one? Dead Man's Shoes and stuff like that. But we, this is actually very unique in its own its own sort of position in that it's a British comedy with American film references and Spaced always kind of, well, as I've watched Spaced recently, it kind of hit me as quite bizarre that it's a British comedy about American film references. Yeah. And, you know, and it's taking that British slant on this sort of thing. And they don't shy away from action. A screenwriting course I went on um, once, they, uh, the chap who was running that said that great American screenwriter once said that great films are about either ordinary people doing extraordinary things or extraordinary things happening to ordinary people. British films tend to be about ordinary things happening to ordinary people, um, which is the pro one of the problems we have with this industry. Now, Shaun of the Dead is an extraordinary set of things happening to an ordinary person. So they're actually, you know, they're taking on that. I don't know. There's more of that American gloss to their stuff, even though it's all kind of tongue in cheek. They're actually, you know, they're not shying away from the gore. They're not shying away from guns. They're not shying away from, they're not, not, not trying to make it uniquely British in any sense either. Although it is, you know, British in its sense of humor. Yeah. It's not shying away from everything wholly American and wholly Hollywood because, you know, oh, we don't, we can't do that because it's Hollywood. Hollywood does that. We don't do that over here. No. <clears throat> you know, they don't. It's not conforming <clears throat> is what not, you're saying. It's, it's just not, not, it's not afraid to be big. It, yeah. yeah, basically. In a, yeah, thanks for simplifying that for me, Rich. Sorry. It's, it's not afraid to be big, basically. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's what I was trying it's, to say. It's not it's, reserved. It's not for any reason <clears throat> toned down. It's no, what it's no. the film they want to make. And we, we so much sterilize things over here. They're so watered down and a bit wet. And this just didn't do that to itself. It was, it was well, brilliant. It's not watered down and wet. It's just backing away from anything that could remotely be considered cinematic. Yeah. yeah. As, as a, as a, as a country, that's what we kind of like move away from, um, as a, in a filmmaking industry is to say, to, uh, is look at things and say, hang on a second. It's not drama. It's not, <laughs> it's not drama, darling. That's explosions in Hyde Park. And, you know, we don't need that. Um, so we're not going to do it. And, you know, because we, we're so terrified of looking like we're trying to make Hollywood films. It, that, that's that's the problem right. we've got. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem we've got. And we like it to look a bit homemade. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. Kitchen sink. A lot of our television series as well. There's only things that like, I remember when Bugs came out. Yeah. That was, in a way, it was massive because you had all these explosions. You had all this technology going on and it, it was very much an American type series. We get, I mean, occasionally we get stuff like Red Dwarf. Sci-fi's. Sci-fi's like Doctor Who and Red Dwarf, which managed to sort of like, Oh, you can't the band, those really. two together. I mean, hey? look at Doctor Who. Compared, you know, when the Americans go and make sci-fi television, they go away and they make Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> when we make sci-fi, we make Doctor fucking Who, which while yeah, it's so all right, not, I'm not no. talking about the quality, Richard. I'm talking about it's, the content. I'm talking about the level of the content. And you can't, you can't say that Doctor Who is a reserved kitchen sink drama, now can you, Richard? You can't well, I argue think that. It's, it's an example of how we can be content with something that's a bit crap. Well, yeah, but that's I a completely that. different you know, argument. That's, that's I'm not talking about that. Both yeah, as an audience and as creators, I think. I think as us being the actual content of the piece, people just like us in our houses, our houses like ours, doing jobs like ours, more of a mm. view that we. If get you look to at everything, I mean, our, our, our biggest rating shows in England: Coronation Street and EastEnders. It's about a bunch of people living on a street. Coronation Street and Emmerdale, no. Sorry, Amadeo as well. It's about a bunch of people living on a street, and that's it. We're happy with that. Yeah, and if there is a resurgence in sort of, you know, if they put pump in some action into Coronation Street, then the diehard fans are up in arms. Something actually happened on the street. You know, there's a, I can't believe they did that. There was so, something actually happened in Coronation Street yeah. last week. I can't believe they did it. I'm not watching it anymore. If, if, if stuff's going to keep happening in Coronation Street, I can't watch it. Yeah, you know it's it's like that. It's ridiculous. It's that stupid. That it's mentality. Like what he was doing in Rear Window, the film that we did just a couple of weeks ago, we've become a <coughs> nation of peeping toms. We like looking yeah. in on somebody else's life. Look at the whole Big Brother scene, for God's sake! Exactly. You know what I, mean? I hate it. This is why I don't Reality watch television. TV. Reality TV is just such a bag yeah. of wank. You know what happened to escapism? Instead of escapism, we're sat down. In our chairs, watching <laughs> other people sat down in doing their what living we're rooms, doing. doing what we should be doing, having a life, you know, maybe talking to each other or something like that. But, you know, not actually what happens to sort of, you know, watching the big things happening. And, you know, that's what this is. It's great escapism. Like for 99 minutes, you're watching this film. You're not in the, you know, you're yeah. not in your own world. You're in Shaun of the Dead's world. That's great. It takes you out of that. And that is what is uniquely British. Rather than sitting down and thinking, hang on a second, I feel like I'm just watching myself on TV when I should be going out and maybe having a run or something or, you know, donate money to cancer charities or something. Yeah. Whatever is trying to distract you from your own life, at least have the common decency to be something that won't actually happen in your own life. Yeah. You know, Mm. That's that's what's unique about this film. That's what makes this film really good. I you agree. Also, you also get the impression that <clears throat> if this zombie thing was to happen here in Britain, then this is exactly what it would look like. This film is an accurate enough portrayal as to how the British people would deal with this happening yeah. to them. Well, especially the news report. Oh, the best bit of the whole film for me has got to be where he... No, no, no. When the news reporter is there on the TV... Telling and them how to like, kill them. Yeah, cut off their heads or... <laughs> destroying the brain. Destroying the brain. I but repeat again... Destroying. You see life. the bit in the credits. Yeah, yeah. Where at the end he says, "I can't believe I said that on live television." <laughs> Destroying yeah. the brain. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's unthinkable, isn't it? And you know, you, you'd, you'd imagine that in the, like the six months post uh, 
the zombie day, and yeah. then you just think, yeah, it is, it is true. That's what would be happening. They'd be, they'd be analysing what was said in the media rather than what actually happened in real life. But yeah, that bit was absolutely hilarious. Just and the little snippets at the end as well with the relationship with the, with the woman and her zombie on, on Trisha. <laughs> on Trisha, oh, I love it. No, Trisha, I still love him. What you got like, to bed with it? Love him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we've got the zombie games and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I which like, is, which is, like put them to work on television game shows. <laughs> yeah. Which is narrated by, uh, which is narrated by Chief Chegwood as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. And the little and that, bit of news uh, snippet that says, reports that the zombies were caused by rage-infected monkeys. Is, has been dismissed as utter bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the service industry in Britain is thriving now. <laughs> <laughs> Working in supermarkets. Doing all the shit jobs. Oh, God. Yeah. I bet you hurt when you saw us and you were working in Safeways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. I'm beyond that now. be replaced by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, Ar- it's Argos you've got to worry about. But it is anyway, really. Yeah, we don't know what they're story. doing down there. <laughs> anyway, I think I think we should uh, finish this one now. Okay, let's do that. Uh, okay. Okay, so a bit more housekeeping again. Podcast Alley, if you haven't voted, why the hell not? I'd like Take to a couple point of out, seconds. you can do it every month <laughs> and should do it every month. I've had emails from people going, wow, I didn't know you could vote every month. Yeah, you can vote it's every a month. Thing. Yeah. Every month. Make it what you do on the first of every month. <laughs> Don't be one of those bastards that waits till the last 10 minutes of the last day of the month. Yeah. That's no good. Sort it out. Sort it out. Welcome to all the new people on the forums. It's been yes. a long time since we've read out a few names, so we're going to do that next week, hopefully, if we can remember. But if you're new, then welcome. If you're not yeah. new, join us. And join the forum and tell us why you <laughs> make us old, do Sean of the Dead, a film yeah. that we couldn't talk about. This was very, very highly requested on the forum, yeah. so this yeah. one's for you. You people. So highly requested. So, it was everywhere. Yeah. You put, we put up a post about another film and it turned into the, please can we have Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> <laughs> so we've done and it also now. MySpace page as well, myspace.com forward slash movies you should see. Um, add our profile, add our individual profiles. We're all on there. Um, send us some messages, send us some abuse, whatever you want to do. And fantastic either if you, way. If you want to hear some old episodes, go to our store or buy our birthday episode video. We also have a selection of films that we've made. You can see us in action. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. There's in video action. downloads, all sorts of things, all sorts of things. We're yeah. all off now to go and talk about more confectionery snacks. Let's do that. Yeah. I've got half mm. a Snickers here left. So. M&M's. And That's a fine. I'm go, get, go get a drifter. I'm thinking some munchies. Mm. Mm. See you next week. See you. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.